Hi, I am John Townsend, the CEO of Vital Signs, and we are proud to partner with the AD Podcast. We believe in their vision to make continuing education enjoyable while they support our Wall of Fame product and its ability to bring your school's legacy to life. Congratulations to Scott and Freddie on the kickoff to a great inaugural season, and thank you for tuning in. Have you ever thought, how do I start a media program at my school? Then this episode is for you. In episode number nine of the AD Podcast, we're joined by Ryan Johnson, the athletic director for Indian Rocks Christian School in Florida, and Sam Scott, the SID for Sissonville High School in West Virginia. Together, we discuss how you can start a media program at your school, the need for consistent branding for your entire school, and empowering your students to help be content creators for your program. This podcast is created by two NIAAA teaching faculty members who want to talk sports, life, and help interscholastic ADs worldwide navigate their current situation and questions. I'm Freddie. I'm Scott. We hope we can get you to laugh, learn, and enjoy us along with our AD guests and providing a little levity to the profession of athletic administration. This is the AD Podcast, where we fully understand what AD truly stands for, as you are working all day, after dark, and handling all duties. All right, Scott. So, uh, end of school. I have finally stepped foot in a weight room after two years of not being in one. So, felt good to get in there and 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 pump some iron, um, and hopefully get a, get a new new regiment going here. You know, Brian Kane would be shaking his head right now at you that you haven't been taking care of yourself after after our last episode with Brian. I I'm shocked you uh, you didn't hop in there. Obviously, you did that because of Brian. You were oh, yeah. like, I need to I go see- to the weight. That's why I had to bring it up. And so, you know, um, so again, with, with new jobs comes new schedules. So I, I you know, I, I'm going to be able to to get back in the gym um, where I wasn't really able to the past job I had. So I'm excited about that. And, um, you know, I got to throw it out there. I'll have to make a, a play, a Paw Patrol playlist so I can, I can think about it and sing about it um, while, while I'm, I'm hitting the iron, but um, no, I, I don't know how many, how many more we can, we can go with, with Paw Patrol. Cause he's, uh Tyler's starting to switch over to Blaze and Kiri and Lou. So if you've ever seen Kiri and Lou, the little uh what play, is Kiri and Lou? The little Play-Doh, old school Play-Doh little characters. It's it's the most ridiculous thing ever, but he loves it. Dude, um, for once our our guests tonight are probably taking notes right now. <laughs> that we yeah. we don't say that that often. We really don't yeah. say our guests are taking notes on us tonight. Well, um, that that's for those who know me. I, I made that comment before we we hit record that I'm I'm the old man on the pod today. So, um, it it, it feel, feels a little weird because, like I said, normally I'm the young man in the room. So I'm, I'm gonna have to to lead by example, I guess today instead of instead of follow. I'll try to respect my elder tonight. <laughs> Holy on that line of thought, though, the job switch. You want to give a shout out to your new employer. I mean, they yeah. do support our graphic packages on here. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going over to to box out full time and kind of their their high school rep and mainly just to kind of uh, start uh, some PD with them, some professional development. And we're gonna, you know, we're gonna hit it hard come in the fall um, with some three media classes and branding classes and um, just just being able to do what I love and and still. Um, you know, teach and, and coach, you know, ADs and coaches, but just kind of in a, a different realm. Um, still involved with the SCAAA, still involved with the NIAAA, um, but just my everyday um, full-time job is going to look a little different. Um, still going to be an assistant AD at a local school. I'm going to kind of turn into their sports information director. Um, so it's it's going to be 
it's gonna be fun times. I hear you there. When I uh, when I transitioned out in our move to Georgia, uh, I still pick up stuff around the area that I live around here to help with uh, some AD, you know, keep my foot in, in the AD trench outside of us doing stuff with the NIAAA and, and teaching and whatnot. So, and this podcast. Also, shout out to Box Out. We at uh, Wall of Fame, we use those graphics all the time on our units. Um, and so when you're doing your, you know, bringing your, stu- your uh, school history to life, uh, Box Out is our preferred graphics company that we go to. So a little shout out there for, uh, for Box Out. They uh, nicely let us use their their graphics for our podcast um and so robbie and crew there as well as freddie uh we greatly appreciate that uh through the ad podcast you are yeah. nine for nine for for uh just no just no you are nine for nine for paw patrol but hey we'll keep going as long as we can as long as our kids keep coming out want, want to watch paw patrol. <laughs> sure. and as long as target keeps selling that so uh on that line i'm gonna intro our two our two uh guests tonight who are going to join us for some talks around media programs. I think you're probably getting the gist. It's going to be social media, but I think we'll dive into all sorts of different lines here um, about what that looks like, especially around, you know, branding and branding is important in the high school space because if you don't know what you ride for, how how do you know what you stand for? So in regards to that, I'm going to go alphabetically tonight. We only have two guys. I made that sound way worse than it was going to be. Uh, But first up out of Florida, he's a registered athletic administrator getting ready to sit for a CAA. He's a fan of the University of Central Florida, Denver Broncos, which I'm going to have some fun with because I am a Seattle Seahawks fan. Miami Heat, which is advantageous in the current time period right now. And in the last seven years, he was the assistant AD at the Kings Academy. And this school year, he's moving to be the athletic director at Indian Rocks Christian School. So we can't wait to dive into this man's brain tonight. Welcome to the pod, Mr. Ryan Johnson. Thanks, guys, for having me on. Looking forward to talking some some sports, Miami Heat, go Heat, let's go Heat, okay? That's all I got to say after t- last night's win, so. But, yeah, I can't wait to dive into social media marketing of athletic departments, and, and you guys can pick my brain all you want. We're looking forward to that one, Ryan. Uh, bad and clean up for this Motley crew tonight. Coming from West Virginia, he is a West Virginia Mountaineers fan. Saw that one coming. Boston Red Sox fan. He did not put this on the form for me, but I'm staring at his hat. I'm going to assume Miami Dolphins. In the back corner of his background, I see Pittsburgh Steelers. That might be conflicting there. And for the last 10 years, he's served school, uh, the school that he's at as a substitute teacher. He works for Young Life. I don't know in what capacity completely, but maybe we'll dive into that. And for the pod purposes tonight, he spent the last three years as the SID, or for those of you that don't understand that acronym, Sports Information Director for Simpsonville High School. Welcome to the pod, Mr. Sam Scott. Thank you very much. And I will say, I got two things. It's Sissonville, just so you know. It's it's confusing. It's S-I-S-S-S-N. <laughs> but people people always say Sissonsville. We get Sistersville. We get we get everything. Here's, and the, I, here, here's the worst part, Sam. I rewrote how I was going to say it because I thought Freddie said Simpsonville. <laughs> yeah, but I'm Freddy's like, fault. I'm pretty Freddy's sure it's Sissonville. It's but fine, I'm trying right? to respect my elders tonight. So I'm going to say that it, I am sorry. I made the I made a note correction on my sheet, and because I thought my colleague said it right. <laughs> no, it's okay. I uh, I just want to go on record saying that you guys live, you guys meaning the athletic directors in the room, you guys live in a world of acronyms. Like 
you just throw them around like <laughs> it's nothing, you know, like you've got all these letters after your name and, and you work, you all work for different double A's and triple A's and all these things. And I'm over here like Googling, like, what is, what's, what's a CMAA, you know? So I, uh, I have a lot of respect for your uh, ability to keep track of your alphabet. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm all about the 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 letters after the end of my name. So, you know, it, as soon as they add another certification where you can add another letter, I'm going after that too. So, but again, you, you, you get into the AD certification. And if you look on like, I think my LinkedIn and Twitter, it says comma, then AIC. So you got AIC, you got CIC, you've got all the NFHS stuff as well, which I know they've, they've changed to level one, level two, but um, yeah, there, there, there's a and lot just- of, and you just threw out NFHS as a whole new one for Sam. So there you go. Yeah. I mean, wait, I do know that one. Because the, they do all the streaming stuff, right? They're, yeah. yeah, yeah, I do know that one. And so. some might say they do all the, you know, the rules for every single sport, you know, <laughs> handed down to kind of a decent, they're kind of a big thing, a big time thing. All right. Well, um, like I said, well, we were going to jump a little bit in it. I'm going to let Ryan um, boast a little bit about his, his Miami Heat. And let 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 him get some things off his chest. You know, this is going to come out in a couple of days, so you know, a couple a couple of things can happen within the next couple of days. But uh, you know, we are recording on Monday, uh, June fifth. So after, like I said, the big win on June fourth. So uh, just kind of talk to the people about what your Heat are doing. Yes, for sure. So one one series tied, going back to Miami or coming to Miami. I'm from South Florida. I'm living in West Palm right now. Going to move to Clearwater soon. So. I'm going to enjoy the South Florida love while we can have it. Um, but yes, 1-1, one, one, uh, after the first game, I just love hearing ESPN. I love hearing all the analytics, the, the analysis, just coming in really hard to the heat. You know what? Uh, seven undrafted players, they just can't keep it up. Um, I, I've been loving hearing that the whole playoffs. And the thing about this playoffs is when are we going to finally say the Heat are actually a good team? Like, I just want to hear one time they're a good team. It's not the regular season. It's not the lowest scoring offense in the regular season. It's the playoffs, okay? And the Heat have been performing all season. They shot bad the first game one. They were five for 16 and open threes, uncontested. Um, but we've had four games over 50%, 50% shooting from three during these playoffs. And last night was a clear example of what the Heat can do when they're shooting well, when they're moving the ball well, um, and when Bam plays well. So, yeah. I'm really high in the heat right now. I've been saying heat and six and well, I'm going to go on the record right now. It's going to be heat and six. We're going to end it in South beach. Uh, so <laughs> there you go. Listen, you can tell them I'm, I'm at least. There it is. Better, oh, better question, Ryan, you getting the tattoo. Uh, hmm, we'll talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You're convicted heat and six, June 5th, 2023, <laughs> nine, right back. Nine eighteen oh, PM Eastern standard time folks. He, uh, he's saying heat and six and he's apparently going to get a tattoo. All right, well, Scott, if you want to do a bet, then maybe we could talk about something. Is Russell Wilson going to be your starting quarterback at the start of the season? Yes, mm. 100%. 100%. Yes. Sean Payton come in, two vet, a veteran coach, a veteran uh, quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Vet, veteran quarterback. Old. <laughs> He's old. No doubt. He's banged up. The Seahawks made away with highway robbery on a trade for Russell Wilson. <laughs> Listen, yeah, I, so I, you yeah. can't you, you can't talk too much bad stuff about him though. He he put Seattle on the map the past couple of years. Yeah. Yes like and no. Year. Legion of Boom, <laughs> best defense the entire time Russell was there. Now don't get me wrong, I think he was a really really good leader in the locker room when he first came in, and I think it went to his head. 
And then I think he lost the locker room in Seattle. But he had the best defense in the league the entire run. I mean, you had Richard Sherman at your peak. You had Earl DePearl playing strong. I mean, peak. Bobby Wagner, peak. You want me to keep naming off all the guys? Bam Chancellor, yeah. Yes. Yeah, Bam Bam Cam. I mean, like, the whole defense carried the crud out of the Hawks most of that time. And then who did he put the ball in the gut of, except for in the in the Super Bowl? Except on the one-yard line. Yeah, except on the one-yard line. Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. I mean, who yeah. wasn't at the peak, but he was a workhorse. So, I, 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 didn't, I have I didn't my love-hate a... with Russ. I have my love-hate because he took us to the Super Bowl. Really, I I really do think there's, like, a – a mind shift of it went to his head personally, but I don't know what happened in the locker room. I just know it got ugly at the end and none of us diehard Hawk fans. All right. I do want to speak as a current Denver Brocker fan of seeing one year of Russell Wilson and seeing him from the opposite angle of him destroying the Broncos in the Super Bowl that first year of Peyton Manning, uh, which I'm a little bitter of, but that was actually day after my birthday. So thank you, Scott. You kind of just ruined my whole birthday. So my whole birthday experience was absolutely ruined. Uh, I My am very unbiased. Was great that weekend, it was a great weekend. <laughs> I bought a T-shirt. It was fantastic. Where, where when I saw that snap go over Peyton Manning's head, and then he <laughs> kicked it in for a safety, I was like, "This is gonna be a bad day." But um, I actually don't. First of all, like the Russell Wilson trade from the Broncos side, uh, we gave up too much. We paid him too much. So I'm actually really on board with that. We lost that trade, okay? Unless he can come back and win a couple Super Bowls, which I, I'm looking for one. I'm looking to make the playoffs. Let's just start with that. Uh, so I'm not like the guy that's going to be totally Homer for that. Um, I actually think Russell Wilson needs to prove it to me and all Broncos nation that he can actually play at the level that he's, he's capable of playing. Yeah. Uh, I do think we have a good cast around him though. So like you're saying, he had a good defense oh. back then. The, the Broncos defense is very good. Now they have a lot of skill position players. Um, so it, it, now it's his time. You got a great head coach. I mean, come on, prove something, Russ, stop talking. Let's ride and let's actually ride. I can't tell you how many memes get sent around between my friend group on that. Just <laughs> Broncos country, let's ride. It's just oh, Russell so Wilson. Corny. Just, it kills me every time. Horrible. It kills me every time. It's, it's horrible and too easy to send. Um, <laughs> I uh, no, let, hold on. Because also, Denver plays in probably one of the hardest uh, divisions of, of NFL football at this point. For sure. I mean, to have to go twice a season against Kansas City isn't easy, twice a season against the Chargers right now ain't easy and i guess it's always a toss of the coin with the raiders just because uh yeah. well i mean who who did the raiders pick up they picked up uh what's his name from san francisco um yeah they got jimmy g yeah garoppolo yeah yeah that's i don't know about that one that, one, that one's like a mind-boggler too because i i just the raiders haven't i don't think have made, i mean they got rid of darren waller i mean they also got rid of car i mean yeah. car, i think most teams in the nfl would be starting car <laughs> like oh, for sure yeah like, so, i mean i mean he's a top I take car over russell wilson <laughs> that's what i'm saying most teams would probably start car uh, the hawks would start yeah. car over over gino i mean it's just like obvious on that but uh i appreciate the banter on that I, yeah uh, yeah no, i don't dis i don't disagree but... <laughs> with you on on overpaying russ for that i uh i don't know what the, yeah i, I don't know what 60 million are you kidding me I hope Denver saw something in Russ that no one else saw. So. Yeah, I'm not in the locker room. I'm not at training camp. I'm not at practice. So we'll see. We'll see. Well, you can mark my words. Maybe you win a Super Bowl, and I'm just going to get on the pod the next day and yeah. exactly just say I'm going to eat crow on the fact. That I, I will. I will send an email saying, "Hey guys, I'm coming on the pod tomorrow." Right? Yeah. No. No. Market. Market <laughs> down. Happen. 
if you win the Super Bowl with Russell Wilson at the helm, I will. We will hop on the pod and say, okay. I, I, right, will, I will. I will get a Denver Broncos jersey. I will oh, say yeah. Denver. Denver, let's ride. Whatever Broncos country, <laughs> let's ride. Oh man, that make my that make my month. Make you're my welcome. year. You're welcome. <laughs> Sam, do you have anything for the sports talk? Do you? Do you... Man, you know, I so I had a baby, right? And I feel so removed from. From, oh, well, we can talk this then. <laughs> you know, like, like, so yeah, my, I had a daughter. Her name's Sophie. She's born beginning of December. And so I felt like all fall I was getting ready to, you know, take time off of work. And I was preparing things to step away for a while. And and then she arrives and, you know, it's hard and great and all the things at once. And then, you know, the first couple months, you're just like, what time is it? What day is it? Like, are these the clothes I wore yesterday? You know, and and uh, and so I think uh, I just I feel so removed. Like, I don't think I watched. I think I, I watched the one Steelers game where they beat uh, the Bengals at the beginning of the year. And I think that was it. I think I watched one NFL game and, you know, but but I do I do love it. I do. I, you know, like I've got a Dolphins hat on right now. And and, you know, I like to I'm trying to see all of the Major League Baseball stadiums. That's actually Oh, that's wow! That I've got behind me, and uh, uh, so I, I, I love sports, man. I like to travel. I, I got this dolphin hat when I went uh with a friend who's got dolphin season tickets. He lives here in in West Virginia, and uh, he goes down to the Dolphins games, and he took me and and a couple other buddies, and got us field passes, and it was sweet. It was a great experience. So, um, I, I love it, man. But I just feel so so removed from it with with being a new dad. Hey, I, I feel you. Um, our, ours is due in. And supposed to be October, but most likely it'll be September. And that's right in the middle of co- college football. Um, and if anybody knows anything about me by listening to the, these episodes, I am a huge college football fan. Um, go Tigers. That's can right, I, go Tigers. Can I just call to your memory uh, the 2012 Orange Bowl where – uh, yeah, yeah, we don't talk about that one. For my, <laughs> I was there. I was there. No, uh, no, we don't talk about that one. 70 to 33. Yeah, that was new. We don't, that's that was supposedly on our rise, too. I mean, that's when we started and we just got, I don't know what happened. I wasn't ready for Sam to throw shade. (laughs) Well, you know, I just came out of nowhere. He's just like, hey, I'm gonna throw throw it out there. (laughs) Well, I do. I, you know, I, I always cheer for Clemson whenever they're on because I went with some friends to um, a concert in Atlanta one summer and uh well actually sorry it wasn't summer it was it was football season because that's the whole point of the story but we were there i think it was in january and it was uh it was i think the what what bowl oh the chick-fil-a bowl right or the Mm -hmm. uh and and it was clemson was playing lsu and we sat we just like got tickets from a scalper and we were like oh we don't have anything else to do you know and so we like went and it was awesome we sat with the clemson fans and like you know they took us in and well that was also probably one of the best games that that clemson's had in history i mean we always we yeah. still talk about that one in fourth and 16 and and i mean that's a that, that's a that's a big game that's that that was definitely the start of the start of the rise now now you know we, we've got to get back up there right so yeah we, so in some ways i'm with you i've been with you on every end of the clemson spectrum i've, I've seen the lows of the lows and the highs of the highs so I hey, that's all right we'll, we'll take the west virginia loss because y'all haven't done anything since then so we'll be that's all true. right and we'll move on so but yeah we don't discuss that day that that was a bad day (laughs) yeah yeah we we haven't done much and we have we have season tickets uh my wife and i and and my mom and we go up and 
it's it's kind of the one I mean you guys know how busy the fall is the beginning of the school year and it's sort of the one thing that we do for ourselves if that makes sense like just things are so busy but it's like all right if there's a home game up in Morgantown we're going to see the Mountaineers so that's fun I uh with how Sam was explaining the newborn phase Ryan are you ready (laughs) (laughs) wow it's amazing once everybody finds out you're having a kid and then each person that has a kid is like an absolute experienced veteran that has all the knowledge in the world and they start throwing things at you. So, you know what? I'm not, but again, I'll, I'll learn on the job. <laughs> that's what I, that's basically what I'm hearing. It's like, listen, you're not going to be prepared. You can't take notes. You can't take an informational session until you actually do it. Well, so, I, I think, um, I think the only answer Sam's words there, I guess I'm not watching any sports. That's yeah, it. that's right. <laughs> I think the only the only advice that any of us could probably give you is 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 praise your spouse because your spouse is the one who gets you through all this, especially being an AD. Amen. So, um, amen. So that's that that's my only advice. Make make sure she knows she's appreciated. Oh yeah. my my advice you're not wrong, Ryan. Everyone's gonna say that they did it this way. There's not one one right way to do it. And yes, you can watch sports. It's on mute, and you dim the brightness when you're rocking the kid to sleep. Did that every time for myself. So you're, you're right, gonna write, write that one down. Then I'm not, I'm not going to give you anything else concrete, but just, just mute the TV and just, just put okay. on the captions. You'll just, yeah, you'll I'll, just... I'll find a way. I'll find a way. Oh, so he, he's, he's, he, uh, I can't mute TV. I, I've got wireless headphones on or earbuds in or something. Okay. Where I'm, li- I'm listening to it, but the kid can't hear it. A couple years ago, I didn't have those <laughs> and I didn't have yeah. a way to connect it. So this upcoming one, I will. I'm going to get on your level. Sense yeah. yeah. <laughs> Respect your elders. All right. Respect uh, that's, your elders, uh, uh, that's what <laughs> I don't, I like, I don't know what else he wants tonight. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, mine's due in August. So, you know what? Let's go. I'm going to be Friday night football game and I'm just going to get a call. Hey, Ryan, my water broke. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I'm going to be heading out. Friday night football. Let's make it homecoming. Why not? Why not? <laughs> sure. Hall of Fame induction night too. Oh, I mean, just yeah. like the whole yeah, meal deal exactly. going on. I'm shaking probably our best football player in the history of the program in the middle of, of on the 50 yard line, and then all of a sudden, yeah, I got to go. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, I'm very excited. Uh, first girl in my immediate family. I come from a family of four boys, so my parents are thrilled. Uh, they were they were rooting for a girl very hard. <laughs> My mom wanted a girl so bad, so uh, we're pretty excited about that. I'm a girl dad personally. It's I love I love girls. They're the best. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, in this world's a little scary. <laughs> Having a girl, I gotta say, it, it scared me. It scares me half to death in some areas, but uh, I'm really I'm really excited. So I'm not the one of the ones that was like fist pumping if it was a boy and like running away. <laughs> you see those gender reveals dude when it's like a, when it's pink and you just see the guy's facial expression and he's absolutely having a bad time <laughs> not one of those not one of those and, and the wife is like elated and you're just yeah. like oh and it's like where's my husband <laughs> where'd he go <laughs> yeah no not one of those i actually fun, fun thing don't want to get too crazy in this but i actually was about seven thousand feet in the air when i found out that i was having a girl so i did a skydiving gender reveal no way. Yeah. So I jumped out of the plane and one of the professionals jumped out with us and he had a smoke grenade. So he got underneath us. And when, when our parachutes opened, 
he was basically a thousand feet below us and he let he let the grenade loose just like a big smoke bomb <laughs> wait was your wife was your wife skydiving no, no. Oh. <laughs> Dude, everybody to... asked that everybody asked yeah. that no my wife who was 20 weeks pregnant was asking. <laughs> I was about to be like, you might want to change doctors. Whoever said yes to that. <laughs> yeah, that listen, I, I listen, I get my parent card taken away if that was the case. Um, no, she was on the ground with my parents and the rest of my family underneath it all. So she was not in the air. But I feel like, man, I should have should have known I should have said that before. Before saying <laughs> yeah. skydiving. Because every person asked me, is like, your wife's jumping out of the plane? I'm like, no, no, she's not jumping out of the plane. Only I am. Get that straight. Well, on that note, we will we will jump. <laughs> wow! Yeah, I know, right? We'll jump to an ad break, and uh, when we come back, we're going to dive into the the topic of the night um, with Ryan and Sam. So, take a listen here from our fine folks at Wall of Fame. We'll see you in a few seconds. Bring your school's legacy to life with the Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. Our interactive display highlights your greatest moments and top performers, both past and present, across athletics, academics, and the arts. But it's also so much more. With our one-of-a-kind content program, we help you every step of the way so you can tell more compelling stories that will engage your whole community. All right, so now we're going to get into the the meat of the discussion. Um, like I said, we've got two great ones. If, if you're not following them, you'll probably, you know, you'll hear the, the name of their schools as they talk. Um, but... You know, we're just going to, you know, we're going to dive right in and, and and talk about the importance of uh, having a media presence at your school and having a branding, um, you know, image or, a, a, you know, a, a different, you know, way people when they see the logo or they see the colors, they know exactly who they're talking about. So that's kind of the focus today. And we'll just kind of see where the discussion goes. So um, we'll kind of uh, let, let it we'll open it up to, to Ryan first, because Ryan's actually going to a new school. Um, and you know, he, he mentioned that it, it, that is kind of one of his, his tasks is, is to brand it. So, um, so Ryan, you know, I guess just kind of lead the discussion and on your thoughts on, you know, maybe it's a new AD going to a new school that needs to, you know, needs to brand, or maybe it's an AD, an AD or coach that's been there for years, but needs to rebrand, um, their, their school. I know since has gone through that recently as well. So we'll, we'll let, you know, Sam jump in on that as well. Yeah, so I'm going into a situation. Well, I'm coming from a situation that does it really, really well. So I've kind of got trained in the right ways, what to focus on, um, what to be very particular with when it comes to what are your coaches doing with their branding? What is the school doing with the branding? What is outside parents doing with branding? Like what opportunities are you giving to the, to the whole community um, when it comes to your brand? So you got to create a brand identity. I think it comes down to that. And once you have that as your focus, you can kind of start layering it to, okay, this is what we got to change when coming into a new situation. Or even if you think you're, you haven't focused on branding at a school that you're currently at and you're looking at it after kind of listening to this conversation or seeing things and being like, oh, wow, you're right. I do have too many logos that are not really particularly the same. Oh, wow, we are using too many different types of blue when the current blue is a navy. It's not a royal. It's not a light blue. So um, I think you have to be very today. Nowadays, you want when somebody sees your branding, they know it's you. They don't know it's something else. They're not confused because, okay, I thought they were this. No, they're this. Oh, they're no. They actually have a different mascot than what what their their name is. They're they're not the Eagles. Your your mascot's not the Eagles. Like so the brand consistency, I think, is really important nowadays. 
Um, and it comes in so many different layers from social media. And we're going to talk a lot about that today. What are you doing on your social media accounts from logos used? Are you consistent with the logos you're using? Uh, fonts, font styles. Are you consistent with the font styles you're using? Color codes. Uh, what is a color code? Some people are probably listening. What is a color code? So, I mean, for every specific school, you have your colors. Okay. So for Indian Rocks Christian School, we are a navy, we are white, and we are red. Victory red to be perfectly uh, uh, I'd be perfection on that. Victory red. I like to say that. Um, so each one of those colors comes with a code and that code is, is exact color scheme. Okay. For your school. So for me and attention to detail is really big, especially with the branding. Like I'm going to make sure that all coaches have these standards. All, uh, social media accounts have these standards that are affiliated with the school. And we're working with the school. We're working with the teachers. We're working with, uh, the admin, Athletics school, it's all the kind of the same thing. So we make sure that your, your, your colors are the same, um, your logos are the same, your fonts are the same. If that's what you want to do, if you want to be a little bit more loose with those type of things, you can. But uh, consistency in your branding is huge. Um, and so you just got to come to what standards that you guys want at your own school. So social media, like a, lot of, a couple of little things that we go into um, coming from the Kings Academy and what I'm bringing to Indian Rocks Christian is uh, usernames. That's a big thing. If you're going to start diving into social media accounts, if you're going to let your beach volleyball team have a social media account, your soccer team, your boys across, being consistent with the username. So, for example, at Kings Academy, it's TK Lions Sport. Okay, so our athletics page is TK Lions, and then we just have the sport name after that. TK Lions Girls Beach Volleyball, TK Lions Boys Volleyball and so on and so forth. So anybody that puts TK lines in, you're seeing all those accounts, boom. Okay, so your brand is consistent. Everybody understands, okay, this is the King's Academy. These are their athletic pages. Uh, hashtags, we're very consistent with hashtags. Uh, I mean, you, you'll have like your TK athletics, TK volleyball, then lion culture. That's kind of what we do uh, at the King's Academy. Something similar at any Rocks Christian, they like to do soar higher, Eagles culture, Eagles nation. So what kind of hashtags you want to keep consistent throughout the program? And when people see that in the caption, they're going to be like, okay, that's from that school. It's not some off-brand person doing it. It's not some random person that started an account that wants to try to troll the school or whatever. Um, no, if you're consistent with the branding and everybody's kind of on the same page, they'll understand that's you. And that, that's you giving out that information, not something random. And then like quality and content of posts, like what is being posted? What are the requirements of being posted? What's the quality of the content? It's not some like, the blurriest image of all time. No, we don't want to really put those out there. Okay. We want to help our coaches and our, and, and give the, the best quality of content out there for them. Uh, apparel standards is another thing that I'm really got to work on uh, going into the New Rocks Christian. Uh, there's a lot of different brands being used. Um, a lot of different companies that are being used that are using not quite the same branding. So New Rocks Christian has like four different logos in their gym. I walked in that gym. I almost lost my mind. Like see, like I logos that looks like the Seahawks. They have a Seahawks looking logo. <laughs> they have the new, the one behind me. That's just the new uh, Eagles logo that's been developed in the past two years. But they have four different logos in different areas within the gym. So that's branded inconsistency right there. Like you walk in that gym, you don't really even know. Like, okay, is that a different school? Do you guys share a gym? Like, is a is a club program coming in and using the gym? Is that why you have that logo up there? Like, there's just no consistency at all. So even within your facilities. Like that's big. Um, going in there and having branded windscreens, going there and and making sure you're using the same logos, your stadium flags are all consistent. Like that type of stuff, it's just it has to be layered throughout the whole program, or you're just gonna have uh some issues with people understanding what your identity truly is. 
Um, and they can even get into like celebrations and being consistent with uh, what you do in house too. Like, what are your signing days look like? It's consistent throughout the program. What are your pep rallies look like? It's consistent throughout the program and throughout the, the sports. What are your senior nights looking at? No, uh, cheerleading is not having a $700 gift per student and then golf's having 10 bucks. So like, again, it, it almost goes into like a massive amount of layers with your consistency throughout the whole program, but branding's huge. And I think if you're looking, if you're listening to this and you're looking at your program and you're seeing a couple of things here and there that you're like, okay, wow, we could do some, some changes here. Well, we could maybe clean up our social media accounts because we have too much different names and confusion. Um, and then anybody can create an account with just saying Indian rocks Christian. And they, all right, we think it's, that's the, we think that's the athletics account, which is something I got to go in there and change a little bit too, because we have, do have a few random accounts going on, but you got to create a branding identity. And when you do that and you, kind of layer that with the mission and vision of what you want to do in your department and what the school wants to do. And everybody's on board with that. Wow. You got a pretty cool brand and you can kind of get that out beyond your little section. You're all beyond your little community that starts just getting out to the world. So uh, I do want to just say box out sports um, being, being part of that kind of using that recently. That's another really great way to, to kind of put your branding there. Everything I said, we have the proper logos, we have the proper colors, and allowing to like the people within your school to use that same platform that has everything correct in it that I think should be used within athletics. And it creates a really cool looking graphic and design. So that's just another way of doing good things um, from the branding aspect and just being consistent with it. Yeah, good stuff. That's you know, that's a lot that like I said, we're gonna dive into a little bit. But uh, Sam, same thing. I, I know y'all kind of uh went through it and changed the logo and, and all of that. So, you know, kind of going picking back off of what Ryan was saying, um, kind of your, your, your pitch to, to branding, if you want to say, I think it's important to think about, um, your why, so to speak. So, so we started a, we started a club of, of kids that we call the strategic media club. And so, we, we kind of, I don't know if you're familiar in any of your schools, if you do, uh, we call it simulated workspaces and simulated workspaces are basically things that kids have to apply to. And it's almost like a, a small company that's being operated out of the high school. So some of our high schools, for example, um, do uh, print jobs, you know, like posters or banners or whatever. Um, some of them are culinary. So they are kind of like HelloFresh meals, you know, that, that you can pick up. Like, and so, so we, we try to build ours as a simulated workplace. So kids apply to Sissonville strategic media. They have to go through and, you know, an application process. And um, this was our first year of, of doing that. And, and our, the thing that we asked our kids to do, and this is going back to what's your why is that is, you know, we, we started with this video. I don't know if you, if you guys are familiar with Simon Sinek, but he's a, he's an author and um, he, he has a book called start with why. And he, and he's a speaker. He does all sorts of stuff, but, one of the things that he says that's really impactful for me, that's kind of formed how I sort of put a bow on the branding stuff is, is, is people don't buy what you, so oh, no, I'm going to mess. I'm going to jack it up. People, people should have looked it up. Uh, <laughs> people, people don't care what you buy. They buy why you sell it. People don't, I got to look it up. I got to look it up now after I looked up how to pronounce his name. Cause I didn't want to say that wrong. Uh, people don't care. Oh my God. This is not very impactful. I wish I've heard this phrase. It'd be perfect for me just to chime in with it. Okay, here we go. Beautiful. People people don't, thank you, Google. People don't <laughs> buy what you do. They buy why you do it. 
So I'll say that again. People don't buy what you do. They buy why you do it. And so I tried to pitch the vision for our kids is like, you know, does the whole world care about Sissonville High School? You know, a little, we have fewer than 600 students. Like we're not Ohio State. We're not these big schools that have this, you know, like we're, people don't really necessarily care about our posts about who won the basketball game. But what they do care about is what our mission statement is as our Sissonville Strategic Media Club, which is to celebrate, honor, and encourage our students. And so people can get behind that. So, you know, they're not necessarily buying the, oh, wow, your branding's so great. And like your posts are good and, and kids are doing this stuff, but they're, they're, they're not buying the product of the social media. They're buying the why. They're buying, why are you doing this? Well, we're doing this to celebrate, to honor and to encourage our students. And and also we live in a digital world, right? And so, you know, through these kind of things, we're giving students opportunities and, and resources to uh, to have experiences and opportunities in a digital world. And and so, you know, we, we really try to take an educational uh, route to it. But at the end of the day, like good branding is just fun too. You know, like it, it's, it makes the kids feel cool when they see you know, uh, a really cool post getting shared about them. And, and, you know, so, so yeah, I think, I think for us, that's where we really, you know, hang our hat is this idea of, of start with why, what's your why, like, why, why do you want to, you know, shrink it down from four different Eagle logos to one? Like, why, why are we doing that? Why, why is that important? And, you know, I think one of the things that we've landed on is, uh, is in our, um, our area, we've just got a new transfer rule. So kids in West Virginia get one transfer in high school penalty free. Um, so they don't have to sit out a year. They don't have, you know, any kind of that stuff. So, so they can transfer one time. And, and in a lot of ways, like, you know, I've had a lot of good conversations, the idea of, of, you know, you don't want to, um, uh, a lot of times transferring it's, it's more than just sports, right? When we're talking about developing humans and and you're taking them out of their communities you're taking them uh away from their friendships there's some emotional stuff that's attached to that and and um so you know all that to say we're, we're living in like the wild west really with some of this some of this transfer things and so on a deep meaningful level like like you know you are you are helping build these little humans into productive members of society right but you know then on like a surface level it's like hey let's have really like like, let's let kids say, wow, like Sissonville High School loves their students. Like Sissonville High School cares about them enough to like have this really cool product for them. Uh, and, 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 and maybe kids will say, you know, like my coach is recruiting half of the state and I'm not going to get any playing time. But Sissonville seems like a pretty loving place. Like I'm going to go there. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to hang out. Their social media is pretty cool. And I might win a couple basketball games, but I'm going to have some great friends too. You know? So, so I think like, it's so multifaceted, right? Like we're, we're living in this like social media world. And so we gotta, we gotta give kids resources on how to do it. And, you know, I think, I think it's, it's, it's fun too. Like I said, like it, it's a fun opportunity to like, let's, let's make cool stuff for our kids. Let's have fun with them. Yeah. We, we did the same thing with the high school that I went to. I was the same way as Ryan. I walked in the gym and there's three different logos um, and they were using all three of them um for for everything plus all that you know we were there was the tigers plus every other tiger that was out there and every other tiger paul and and you know things like that um so we basically just took all three of them combined them into one 
Um, they had a real nice S, you know, so instead of just your block S, the S actually looked like um, the the tiger paws were on the end. So when it went around, you actually saw the paws. Um, so it was a really nice S, but that was just a solid S. And then they had a, 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 a tiger paw that has stripes in it. So we're like, all right, we're, we're going to take away the tiger paw. And we're going to put the stripes in the S. Um, and so again, we just, we just rebranded the whole thing. And like you said, you know, luckily that year was the year for us to, to get a new gym floor. So we were able to, to wipe all of it off the gym floor and, and put down the new branding and stuff like that. But yeah, that's, um, that, that, that's huge when it comes to branding. Cause my thing is, you know, we even went so far with, we had custom, um, letters for our jackets, right? We did, we, I did, we just didn't give them the solid block S You know, everybody's a solid block S right. You know, if, and if you get a white solid, who, who knows that that you're talking about us uh, you know as as Southside and um so we actually you know went to Herf Jones and said can you can you give us a custom logo and they're like yes for sure so we actually went and got the the actual S with the claws in it and that's the S we started presenting um to our uh varsity players that lettered and all that so um again even bringing it to that part is Whenever they're walking around again, letter jackets are, aren't as popular as they used to be, but whatever they do with that letter, when people see it, um, you know, they were able to know that it was, it was Southside and not uh, Somerville or, or Sumter or Seneca or name all the S's that we have here in South Carolina. Um, so then yeah, that's good stuff. And, and I think Sam kind of along what you were talking about the, the, the media group. Um, I think that that's a big, big thing that, you know, Ryan, I's already just, you know, had a, 45 minute discuss discussion on that on another podcast that um but i think because my, my thing is 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 someone's going to tell your voice or tell your story it might as well be you right if you're not putting out all the content that you need to be putting out and the, uh, and, and telling your story and letting your students tell the story um then then i think that's where where some of the issue comes in a lot a lot of the the more veteran the older ad's are, are scared to dive into it uh, because they feel like it's it, they have to do it all, right? Um, they they have to post on social media. They've got to post on the websites. They've got to do podcasts. They've got to do the videos, pictures, whatever um, that you do at your schools. But that's not the case. I mean, there's there's you can get students involved. And I know Ryan does a good job, and and Sam, you all do a great job as well. Um, so you know, I think we you know we kind of touched on the the reasons why the brand, but. You know, maybe maybe let's dive in on on your student groups and what and what they're doing to to kind of take that off of the AD, um, but also also giving them a a voice. Well, right before that, let me let me. I had a thought on that, Freddie. How you're saying that? I think a lot of the the hiccups that you get from not wanting to use kids, right? You think of when you have an AD hat on when you sit at that desk, you're thinking of all the what ifs, all the oh crap that could happen. Oh crap. This could happen. Not all your kids are your chuckleheads. So like they're not, there are some really solid kids out there. Freddie you used it with middle school kids, correct? I Six, did. Sixth, seventh, eighth graders. Yeah. Like I had about 10 of them. Sam hit it dead on. We're trying to mold these young minds to, you know, be productive members of society. Well, you got to give them the opportunity to show you that they can do that. And what better way than in a, pretty safe environment within the walls of your own building. Now I get you're probably going out into the fields. Don't, don't hold the walls to me. Okay. But, but you're putting them out there and entrusting them with something. And I found a lot more so in parenting than anything else. Now that when you, when you literally give some 
some accountability and trust to somebody, it goes a long way for that individual to show you that they can step it up. Um, and so I, I just totally take it, gentlemen, from from how Freddie just said. I'm just I bet you there's a lot of you listening that you you're like, well, what what court problem can you get into? Don't get me wrong. You can let, go take LTC five. I don't remember which one talks about social media programs now. But there are ways you can have, and maybe they'll talk about it. There's different ways that you can have kids sign things, whatever that looks like. Guess what? At the end of the day, I doubt they have the publishing authority on any of your accounts. So if and if they do, I know Freddie's just giving me a look because I know he, I know he he did give that to to his kids. But at the end of the day, you can delete posts. You can also obviously those kids are going to have there's going to be disciplinary actions from that too. But I think I would like to be as we go into this that this part of the discussion on it just for those of you that have the fear don't have the fear it's easy for me to say it hard for you to do it but seriously don't have the fear because you elevate to you delegate to elevate and if you're not willing to do that it's gonna you can't put this on your plate you, you really can't um you need help yeah i, I would 100 percent agree with that scott because again first of all there's no set way to do this okay i mean scott probably sam had probably exact completely different way than I did or complete motivation than I did or are completely different set of standards for the students that joined the club. Like Sam, it sounds like you had an application process. I think that's a great idea. Uh, you can, you can kind of go through a system and maybe they have to fill out an application. Maybe they send an interview with a few of the coaches or a few of the admin um, and, and actually go through an interview process. And you kind of can understand the character of each of these kids that you are potentially giving them something like a social media account or hands on a social media account which is a lot. A lot of eyeballs do go on that. And I can understand the scares that can come from, especially an AD that maybe doesn't understand social media or isn't very good at it. So um, for me personally, like you don't have to give any access, like Scott was saying to anybody, there is ability to create contracts. Like we, I created a club contract. They had to sign it. They had to turn it in, had every single detail in it to, from requirements to what the club you have to do from uh, punishment. If, something is posted that doesn't meet the King's Academy standards. Uh, if it's something that would go on their individual account that would get in trouble with the King's Academy, yeah, you can't post it on a, an athletics account. Again, expect to not get punished for it. So contracts are a big way, big way to kind of make sure that you're, stay, you're staying safe with it and having a kid like using an account. But at the end of the day, if you want to give them no access to anything, okay, you can have it all run through you. Now, the first year that I did it, it all ran through me. Nobody was posting anything on the stories, on the main posts. Um, nobody was doing any of that type of stuff, play-by-play, uh, -play, podcast, that type of stuff. So we actually have TK Athletics podcast as well, which I can get into later. But like the, nobody was doing that from a student aspect uh, unless they ran it through me first. So you can have all the power. But if you get if you go through a process of trusting some students that truly would do a fantastic job because they're very creative, they're going to do better than you. Okay, you might think you're the youngest AD on the planet that knows everything about social media, but no, you don't because something yesterday just came out and you probably weren't on your phone and looking at TikTok or looking at Instagram or looking at Twitter or whatever it may be. They're going to do a better job than you. Okay, <laughs> and I found that out personal hand in hand because th these kids are so creative. Uh, and especially the ones that may maybe are athletes that maybe don't play all three seasons and are willing to be a part of something like that. So you just got you just got to be able to dive into it and trust them. And maybe you start out with, hey, guys, you're not going to post anything. Everything's going to come through me. And if it doesn't, then you're not you're going to be either out of the club um, or maybe you even have to go something more serious than that. So that's up to you how you design it. 
Uh, I did a club contract. That's how I did it. I did not do any applications because I want as many people as physically possible that are interested and you kind of get that weed out process anyway. All right. So I had my standards. You had, you had to work at least a full season twice a week. Uh, that was your commitment. So either a fall, winter or spring twice a week, you're giving me um, either working one, working a game, coming to a meeting, creating a video content idea, something along those lines. You had to do that for one of those three seasons to be part of it. And you'll, you'll find the people that actually truly enjoy it and want to be a part of it. Um, so I, I luckily was really cool to work the past three years with this hype sports marketing club, which is what I designed at the Kings Academy. I based it off of what colleges do, which with, they use student interns, they use GAs. You think any, any of that college content that's on like the FAU football page or the UCF football page or Texas football page, that's coming from student interns, like the, the in-game action, the on the field stuff that's coming from students like that are that really love it that's not coming from the director of marketing now he's leading it but he's not doing it so as an ad you don't have to do it all okay you have bright minds that are on your campus okay you got to take advantage of those bright minds uh and i've i've been lucky enough to be a part of experience a part of a club that's grown the past three years and i've gotten some cool content ideas and and going to a new school that's something i'm 100 percent gonna add because it just changes the culture of your program And what do you got on that topic? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I think I think you kind of just have to start somewhere, right? And I think I think you can you can um you can you can imitate a lot, right? Like imitation's the sincerest form of flattery. And and so uh, you know, like I there's so many accounts that you can follow or or that you know students are are follow can follow that, that you can get ideas from, you know, like like I follow Skull Sparks. I don't know if you guys follow that account or not, but uh, it's just it's a they share the best social media branding that uh, that college athletics put out, and uh, so I'm like, oh, I like that. Like that one looks like good. I wonder if I can tweak that around and make that look something that fits Sistonville. And and uh, and you know, so I think I think you just have to kind of start somewhere at at a minimum. Like you don't have to get super deep and and like you know, oh, what's your why? Like why are we doing this? But you know, at a minimum, every, it's because everybody else is doing it. And, and, you know, so you, you, you kind of do need to do it a little bit and, and, you know, there's a direct correlation there between, um, you know, when, when kids feel celebrated and honored and encouraged, like there's a direct correlation to how they do in the classroom and success, you know, on the field, on the court, whatever. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I think you just kind of have to start somewhere and you don't have to, you know, immediately get up there and hit a home run. Like you can, you can just start a Facebook page because everybody's got Facebook. Like, let's just start a Facebook page and let's put out regular content that, you know, can, cause it's, it's generational. Right. And, you know, that's what we talk about with our, with our students is we have a different, each, each of your social media accounts has a different audience. So, you know, our Instagram, our audience is students and, and uh, our Facebook is primarily community members, parents, grandparents, uh, alumni, and then Twitter is primarily non-Sissonville people. So sports writers, the local news channels. And, and so, you know, the, when you, when you start to understand who's looking at your content you can, you can start to tailor, what do I need to put out here? And so an example of that is, you know, we built a, um, a, a website for our, um, for our club that has a, a Google calendar on there that the, it's constantly curated. So uh, that's one of our, we have sub teams. We use a knockoff Slack because again, we want it to be uh, educational. So Slack's a workspace software that 
um, you know, that, that a lot of companies use. And so we use a knockoff version of that that's free. And so we divide our club amongst teams. So we have a calendar team and their job is to put all of the sports schedules into the Google calendar that's live updated. And then we have a show choir team who goes and covers the, the show choir events. We've got a team that, you know, covers basketball, baseball, whatever. And, and so, um, you know, we try to put all those things on the website and, you know, for Twitter with the local media outlets is, you know, we build a branding page on our website. So it's like, Hey, you know, channel three, you've been using a logo from the seventies on all of your highlights, you know, for the past, how many, ever, how many years is that now? 40 years, 50 years. And, and so it's like, you've been using that for a really long time. And so guess what? We put this here for you. You can just download it. Here it is, you know? And, uh, and so when you start to understand, like, like who's your audience, what do they want? What do they want to see? How can you engage with them? Um, and I think, you know, like Ryan was saying, like, you know, putting the kids in the driver's seat of that, like they're going to know probably better than you are, unless you're an older Gen Z or a younger millennial, like they're going to know what that market is. Um, but you do have to be wise in terms of like, how do you, how do you provide content for, you know, grandma who just wants to see pictures of her, her kid out in the field or whatever, you know? So, um, so you don't have to Im immediately go in there and, and completely flip over the system, you know, like Freddie's got on a hat that we, we did a new logo. And part of the reason was because, you know, we're the Indians say what you want. You know, we, it, it's a, it's it, the mascot is what it is. And, you know, it'd be great if they, made a decision on, oh, we got to change it or we don't, whatever. We're living in this limbo. So it is what it is. But, you know, everybody uses the same Indian head mascot. And, and so we met with a graphic designer and we worked with our media club and we, we came up with something that is unique. And, and so the feathers on his hat match the feathers on our primary logo and the headband looks like the outline on the primary logo. And he's got war paint on his cheek in the shape of an S. And so there's just little things like that, that, can kind of tie into the community that make us unique and it's it's a, it's an ability to say hey here's something really cool but it's also really special because again i think you know what you're gonna we're gonna have the most success is not just this like shallow level like let's just have really good content but this like deeper like who do you represent what's the story you're telling like, you know and i think there's there's a there's a deeper thing there that um, if you can get to ultimately that's great but let's just start with putting out like a weekly schedule like hey come see the basketball team on tuesday you know and and so i think if you just start somewhere that's that's bad that's the best route to go yeah and i yeah. want to actually kind of just go off sorry i just want to go off of kind of what sam was saying in regards to the celebration aspect and coming from like now i'm stepping in as an ad and i'm, I'm going into a new new culture, new community. I think one big thing that a lot of people love, especially from a parent's standpoint, especially from a student athlete standpoint, is the celebration of them, okay? Everybody likes to be recognized in some way, shape, or form. And if you see, if you're looking out there within your district or you're looking out there within your, your county and you're seeing other schools that are consistently celebrating their athletes on social media, through celebrations of senior nights or signing days or and they're making big deals about this but your school is not doing that what do you think those student athletes in your school are going to think about those other schools okay a lot of a lot of being an ad a lot of being within athletics is, re, is retention and development of what you have in-house and that's something i i'm very big on is like what i got in-house i want to develop these kids Okay, I want them to be have the best, most excellent experience they can have at Indian Rocks Christian School, given the resources we have, given what we can do. I want to do, have, give them the best experience that they can have. So as 
big marketing guys as what Sam is doing over there. Like the, the big thing is we're going to celebrate you if you deserve celebrating. Okay. Now some things, I mean, we're not doing participation trophies. Well, I mean, that, that's another topic, topic for another day, but like, if you deserve celebration, if your school's doing something, if, if the cross country team is winning a state championship, they deserve to be celebrated. Okay. People need to know about that. Okay. That's something that you don't just keep hidden or you're, you're just like, Oh, congrats coach, shake a hand or call him on the phone. No, at the whole public's got to understand what's going on in your program. Uh, Freddie, you said this, and I, I love I love a quote similar to that. It says, if you don't tell your own story, somebody else will. And usually they're not going to tell it the same way. Usually it's going to be more negative. Okay. So usually they're going to spin it in a different direction. So you got to get stuff out to the public. You got to get stuff. You got to get great connections with the local media. Sam was kind of talking about that. And it's something kind of I wanted to get into. And I'm kind of all over the tangent here. But one thing I'm going to do in Indian Rocks Christian, I kind of met some of the local media already. And you can kind of already get some coverage. You can already get some help because there is photographers out there. There is videographers out there. There's filmographers out there that love doing that type of stuff that is looking for, first of all, a way to build a portfolio. They're looking for an opportunity to get in a system, get in a school, get on those fields. So they have, I guess, availability to create their content. And then what do you think happens from that? A kid sees it on, on Instagram. It's like, whoa, I'm in that video. Who did that? Why did they do that? Where can I get that? A parent sees their their little Johnny with perfect clarity, clarity photos of him diving in the end zone in the fourth quarter. How do I get those photos? Who made those? I'll pay. I'll pay whatever it takes. Like so, a cool couple of things is at the spring game the past couple of weeks we had a guy on the field. Don't know who he was. I was just there, kind of just watching. I wasn't in my AD role. I was just seeing what was going on at an Indian Rocks Christian event. Haven't been to one before. So I was at the spring game, just looking around. Of course, marketing mind. I'm like okay, who's that dude with a camera on the field? <laughs> like, who is that guy? I need to figure out who he is. I need to get his number. Um, found out he's a family friend. He was just taking video really of the kid, but then he decided to take some highlights and, and, and do some cool work of the actual spring game itself. Sent me some of his work. It was fantastic. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, I got to get on the phone with this guy. Call him. He's just, he's just trying to build a portfolio. He's trying to get his name out there. And we've come to an agreement that, hey, I'm going to give you the platform to create your content. And then... I have the clientele, okay? You go out there and do a good job. I, I'll get your content. I get to use it for my purposes. You get an opportunity to have parents, students, and even other people within other schools once they see it, because uh, obviously we're going to promote, tag them, share them, collab with them on Instagram, whatever it takes. Uh, give him an opportunity to create a clientele and, and actually create a business out of it too. So there's a lot of different ways to create social media content, okay? It doesn't come to, hey, if you have a small school, if most of your kids are athletes and they just don't have the time to invest in social media, yeah, I hear that a lot. Hey, I'm coming from a school that has a 25 graduating senior class and they all play sports. I mean, I, or they're doing a show or doing bands. Like some, some schools can't give the time or they feel like they don't have the kids or the population within there to actually have enough to do stuff like that. There's a lot of different ways. Like you, you just got to be proactive with it. So define, define that. Um, but again, celebration of your athletes, you got to find a way to do it or you're not going to retain the ones there. I mean, in the world that we're living in, especially in Florida, uh, I mean, I, I'm sure you guys have different cases in each one of your states, but Florida is basically, all right, well, what's the best school around me if you're a good athlete? Um, there's no, Nothing's going to stop them from, from transferring. Nothing's going to stop from a team from recruiting another kid from your school. So if that's the case, you got to give that kid the best experience you possibly can have. And, and that's really how you're going to retain your kids in the long run. 
not just celebrate yeah. not just celebrate your kids you get to celebrate your coaches too yes how often sure. do those your coaches not get celebrated you know whether that's throwing their birthday out there whether that's you know they got an award for something that maybe no one else maybe you're the only one that really knows or people in the coaching circle knows right like just like or highlights of who your head coaches are, your assistant coaches, or a volunteer coach who's put in 20 years that no one knew that's how long that individual's been there. Um, that was just going through my mind. It's just like there's there's a lot of different people in your program that need to get celebrated, and that's one way that you can use your voice on social media to really leverage that. Um, I know one that we would always do, not not just coaching highlights of, of celebrating them, but also we would do um, just – any of the community service events that our teams would do, we had a, a core value that was to serve. And and one of those was you had to do some form of a community service event. And I it just was like, hey, I want every picture that y'all can send me as you're doing it. And just, I don't like, I'll eventually sift through them and I'll pick a couple that I like and we're going to put it out on social media to also tie back into that whole, you know, celebrating something that you're doing that's that's really good for kids to learn how to do. And then also the community sees that you're, you're serving. And again, that whole voice, you know, getting your, not only your brand out there also with that, but like, you know, you're also, you're, you're showing your community who you are and what you stand for. Pretty cool. Social media yeah. is more impactful than you, than a lot of people think it is. Yeah. yeah I, mean, I want to get into that, you know, in a little bit, but I also want to go quickly over what Sam said about putting your logo where people can get it. Cause how many times have we've gotten an email saying, do you have the logo? And, I, and that might that might even be from the principal. I mean, the people ask the principal, and they don't even have the logo. And so, you know, I love that idea um, of of putting it somewhere where people can go get it. Um, like I said, if in, in that way, because you know, there's a lot of times that only the AD has the logo, or some of the coaches, and and people are like, you know, and you ask, why are you using that that eagle or that Indian or that tiger or whatever? Say, like, well, I couldn't find the logo, and so. I love I love that, you know, putting that out there. But back to the the the, the you know, letting students get involved, letting you know, volunteers get involved. Uh, I was the same way as is when I went to a new school, I was looking at their their Facebook and their Instagram and I could see there was a very um, professional style uh, photos for football and baseball and basketball. Right. The big three. But there wasn't for anything else. So I'm like, I need to figure out who this guy is. Um some you know and then so i went to a softball game just like just like ryan did when i first got hired just kind of you know seeing the lays of the land and saw an older gentleman standing in the outfield center field with this huge camera just over the over the fence taking pictures so i was like all right I, I'm, I gotta walk over here i think that's the guy um so i walked over there introduced myself and long story short he said that he didn't feel welcomed to go to other sports he would love to go shoot other sports but he didn't know he could um, there was never that that relationship between, the, say, the athletic department and and him. He was just freely giving his pictures. He wasn't doing it for recognition. He wasn't doing it to build a portfolio. He just loved to take pictures. And very, I mean, he could probably sell his pictures for for a good penny if he wanted to because they were very good quality. Um, and so, but I pretty much, like you said, I gave him the green light to go to everything. And you know now. And then now, you know, he's going to a swim meet. He's going to cross country events. He's going to tennis. And now those, 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 you know, sports that really doesn't don't get the recognition that the, the big three, if you want to say, or maybe it's another sport in your, at your school that, that gets now the swimmers are getting pictures put out there. 
They're they're getting highlights. They're getting game days. They're getting whatever, you know, like I said, whatever you put out there. And, you know, I actually had a mother come up to me in tears um, at a swim meet because, you know, she said, this is the first time that our swimmers have ever been recognized. It's always been football and basketball. And, you know, we, we, we see it, we understand it. And yes, that is one thing. If you're going to do it for the athletic department, you've, you know, you've got to do it for the athletic department. Um, and that's where, you know, like we, we, we've touched on that the media teams, whatever you call it are, are very beneficial, whether it, you know, if it is an outside person or if it's students within the building, um, you know, in, in Greenville, our County, we have a thing called G plus, which pretty much what it, what it means is when, when a student graduates, they should be either college or career ready, right? Either they're going to college or they're going straight into a career. Well, I was like, all right, well, let, let's spin that, you know, in, into the athletic side. Well, again, I've got three or four uh, students that love to take pictures on my athletic media staff. They can't dribble a basketball to save their life. They can't hit a tennis ball to save their life, but they love to take pictures. And so they get into every game for free. They get to ride on the away the away buses to go to away games because so we're getting coverage at away games. Um, you know, and they're they're able to get their stuff out there and 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 like you said, they are kind of building a portfolio because this could turn into a job, right? When they when they graduate high school, they could go straight into the workforce as a photographer. Um, and you know, and same thing, we have students that love to take videos and we have students that love to talk, right? How many students love to talk? So we put, we give them a microphone, let them do the PA, right? Again, there's a script, but they feel important because now their voice is being heard over the PA. Um, and you know, we, we used a, a you know, there's multiple out there, but we used uh game time for our music. So everything was edited. Everything was in the software. So yes, I gave a middle school student, really a sixth grader this past year. I gave them the, 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 the tablet and said, have fun at the basketball games. You are the, you are the DJ, you know, here are the rules. You can't do it during play and, and you do it during this amount of time, but they loved it. Right. They, they got to go in there and find songs that I wouldn't have played, but they played and the, the student section was rocking and, and, and it was, it was a good time. And it made them, like I said, it was their voice. Like Sam said, same thing, right? Is is they they have a different voice than we do, um, and it, it was it was amazing. I and mean, again, we can go into the whole, you know, how we highlighted every sport every day, and and you know, with thankful Thursdays and 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 travel Tuesdays and, and all that stuff. But it's getting that voice out, like like I said, it's, it's celebrating it, and you don't have to do it all yourself, you know, because people would ask me, how in the world are you putting out all this content? and being an AD and coaching and possibly teaching or being an assistant principal, depending on how your, your school is set up. And it was, I'm probably doing 25% of it. Right. And um, the, the, the students are, 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 they grabbed a hold of it and, and they've taken off with it. So yeah, don't, don't be afraid to, to get students in there. And, and like I said, have, have boundaries, have some limitations, um, but, but let them, let them have fun because again, this, this is, this is their story, right? We've already had ours. Um, so let, let them tell their story and, and th again, potentially hopefully get towards, um, a, a career and, and a path that they enjoy. Yeah. I like how you kind of talked about like opportunities. Uh, that's one thing I never, th I wasn't thinking about when going into starting a marketing club, I was, I mean, I'll, I'll admit it selfishly thinking, oh, I can 
really expand the content within my department, but I didn't realize I was creating opportunities for students that would go on to do things in this field, that sports management, sports marketing was something that a lot of these students were really interested in or had interest in, but they didn't get an opportunity to actually gain experience. That So they actually knew going into college was something, okay, I actually want to major in that. I actually want to be a part of an athletic department. Yes, I want to I want to I want to intern with different schools or in the college realm and and, and actually do stuff like that. But uh, I've had opportunity to have four different individuals go from uh, my club to working for colleges to working for social, uh, local media. And uh, so I have, I have a kid that was at the final four sitting on the floor behind the basket uh, for both the both the FAU game for the FAU game final four in the championship game. I, I had a kid go to NFL combine. And was taking pictures with all the the, the top prospects, CJ Stroud, like like all these guys. Like he he was living his dream. <laughs> mm-hmm. He didn't think it was possible until an opportunity like this came, and and you gave a kid an opportunity to understand. Okay, he has a passion. I mean, I wouldn't be where I'm sitting here today. I wouldn't be taking a job as an AD if I didn't have somebody push me towards my passion, which was sports, and and being involved in athletics. I I, I graduated as an accounting accountant like I was going to sit for my CPA I was going to be sitting in a chair for 60 70 hours a day um, but I got pushed in that direction a little later than maybe some of these kids are having an opportunity to do now but I was pushing that direction and now it's, it's my my career and now it's my passion so you might you're giving kids an opportunity to find a passion in something that maybe they're not athletes they're maybe not athletic but they love sports so that's one I like how you mentioned the opportunity part because that I have a lot of kids that I'm like man it, it touched my heart seeing what they're doing uh, like what their, their photography pages are just going off the charts. Um, I like to give a shout out to Christian Prosh if he does listen to this. He, he's having a fantastic, uh, post grad experience right now with what he's doing at FAU, um, with New Era Prep, which is a big local media down here in South Florida. He's like their guy, he's like their go to guy. So he's getting sent all over the place. Men's getting free hotels, free flights. And, and going doing his thing, and his account's grown over three thousand on Instagram. His photography account, and he's making a business of it. And this is kind of goes back to the point of hey, you can get business from parents, you can get business from student athletes. Like I mean, he's he's you know, he's at games making fifty bucks a kid for pictures, and for him, pictures is easy. That's not a hard thing for him to do. So if you kind of give an example, like now I'll use Christian as an example to these young photographers in the high school, middle school, say, guys, listen, if you actually really enjoy this, you can actually do something with this. Um, So the opportunity is a really, really cool thing that you're just giving these students opportunity to maybe find a passion and a career in their lives and making an impact with it, too. Like I've got opportunity to create create really cool relationships with with students that I wouldn't have created relationships with at all because they're not part of athletic teams. Um, so you're just making more of an impact on your school and your community too. Yeah. I actually had a, a former soccer player of mine who, she was the one that did our, our, um, our, our two-year-olds infant pictures, right? I mean, called her up. She, she, she was the same way. She graduated high school, went straight into the workforce as a photographer, does a phenomenal job, um, called her up and again, trust her with, with my family, uh, pictures. So it's, you know, it's, it's good stuff for there. So, um, I know, I know, Sam. You said you, you feel like you're not that big of a school, but if you're if you're not seeing the content they're putting out, um, I mean, they're putting out a ton of stuff. And like I said, I know he, he's not doing it by himself. So, um, you know, if you want to kind of speak a little more about you know your club and and how and maybe you know uh, other ads and 
um, assistant ADs or whoever's running the media accounts can kind of benefit from it. Yeah, I, I think that when we when we started our you know kind of our strategic media club, like we we were trying to think like what what do you need, right? So like a lot of people listening to this might say, well, I don't where where do I start, right? Like like point me in a direction and and you know and so I think one of the things we realize is okay, you look at whatever pick a pick a random college, you look at their Instagram, you see these really great pictures of their of their athletes, and so. Okay, well, that's a great place to start. Like, let's get some pictures. And so we started, uh, we do one per uh, extracurricular season. So we don't do just athletics. Um, so we have a fall extracurricular media day, a winter and a spring. And uh, and so, you know, media day is a stretch, right? Like the first couple of times I invited some of the local news people and, you know, oh, I'll be there if nothing else is happening kind of stuff, you know? Um, and, you know, but what we do is and you can get literally all of this stuff super cheap. And most public schools have access to, to good cameras anyways. Like it's a, there's, there's grant stuff there. Like it's part of the curriculum. Like you've got those cameras in your school, if I had to guess. And so, you know, we have a bunch just sitting around. And so um, I, I was just going to say, you might have to dust them off, but they're there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so on, you know, if you get on Amazon, like I got a whole photo backdrop, uh, huge, like white, don't use green because it reflects in the blonde kids hair, but uh, use a white. Yeah. Backdrop. I had that problem. I had, yeah. you know, my basketball girls all got green hair. So, yeah. And so, you know, we got a white backdrop. It was, I think, 30 bucks maybe. And it's a big, nice, like 20 by, I don't know. It's huge. And, uh, and then I'd splurge on some lights and, uh, and they were like 300 bucks or something, just the two LED panels. And, you know, so there I'm like 250 bucks in and, you know, we've got, I had a personal camera, but, you know, I'm sure your school does too. And so I, I make these little clapboard sheets, like a movie clapboard that's got the details and they put their name, they put what sport it is. They put, um, their Instagram account name, they put uh, their parents' contact information, they put their cell phone, um, you know, they put all that information, they put their grade, their number, if it's applicable. And so then that's the first picture. So now, guess what, you know, you know, you know, the name of every kid, which is mm -hmm. cool, too. And you can be like, Oh, what's that kid's name? And you can flip back through your pictures and, and, and see what that is. And so that's the first one. And we usually do a, a, a you know, a headshot. So just something smiling, and then one that's goofy. And you know, you tell high school girls to like our soccer team is the best at this, like they bring the big, uh, the big bottle helmets, you know, where they've got the Red Bull, and they're drinking out <laughs> of the straws, and they've got you know, the, the, the stick ponies, whatever those are called hobby horses. And they've got, uh, you know, you know, you do goofy stuff too. And, and, and so we do one of those each season and then right there, you know, you can edit those really quickly and you can have those on demand. So say someone says, Hey, like Madison McCutcheon just broke the school high jump record. You've got a picture of her really quick. And then if you use something like box out, or if you don't, you're doing stuff from scratch, like you've got an immediate picture. That's great. High quality. You can upload and put in. And so you know, with our club, like we really try to put kids where they'd be interested the most. And so if that's making graphics, some kids are like, I don't, I, that's not really my thing. I'd rather take pictures or I'd rather just, you know, write copy for the news email newsletter or I, whatever it is and, and trying to help them figure out what those hobbies are. And so, you know, something that we talk about a lot is, is this quote that says, uh, where your passion and your talent intersect, that's where you'll find your purpose. And so it's this idea of, okay, well, they're like, I don't know what I want to do. I'm like, okay, well, what are you, what are you sort of maybe good at that? If you had some refining, like, you know, you'd be great at it. And, and what are you interested in? Do you like 
sports? Do you like the band? Whatever, you know, and, and where those two things meet, like maybe we can find a, a purpose for you there. And so, you know, that that's something that we talk a lot about with our kids is how, how can we set them up for success? And so, you know, we, we've had a lot of fun experiences with our kids this year. Like we got, um, I've got a friend who runs a local uh, social media outlet that covers high school sports. And he, um, you know, is a graduate of the school that, um, that I'm at at Sissonville. And he, uh, he let our kids come to the state basketball tournaments, which are, you know, like I looked at the stats of his content and, you know, he's, he's a small, like regional, you know, media outlet. And, you know, I, the, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people like viewed his, con- our, the content that our kids got to help create. So, so he let us go, he got us media passes. We got to spend the whole time in the tournament. We got to go to the media rooms. We got to, you know, get the free food and, you know, all that. And so we made player of the game templates and he plugged stuff in and we, final scores and updates and, you know, all these things. And so there, there are those opportunities to, 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 to go out there and to, to do those things. And so I think that's, that's what it really comes back to for us is like, how can we, how can we provide those opportunities for when kids are are going somewhere else that we, we had a couple of kids this year who were like, I really, I really want to do this. And, and you'd be surprised the people in your community that, that would like to be a part of it. So like I'm friends with our, the, our local university, the president, I'm friends with him on Facebook. And he said, Hey, I saw your club was at the state basketball tournament. Like, why don't you come down and meet our professors and we'll show you around. And so now we're in talks with the university on creating a, a, a collegiate curriculum. Uh, maybe we can have our club count for college credit, or we can, uh, you know, compete in some stuff with their school. Um, we're working, we've got a, um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with just affiliate league baseball in general. So professional, but not a minor league team. We've got um, a team that's in the Atlantic league and it's the Charleston dirty birds. And so uh, we're working with the dirty birds to do a theme night. And so our students are doing the the graphics for the announcement. We, they just posted it actually um, announcing the theme night and they're going to do all the starting lineup graphics and they're going to take pictures and they're going to run the social media accounts. And so you know, it really is kind of bigger than your school, but guess what? At the end of the day, like, it's coming back and it's saying like, Oh, that's your school. Like, look at and, and so it's driving content back. And so we've got a team of, of five social media sponsors and it's only five because that's how many box outlets you have on most of their templates is five. And so, and so that's how we, how we started with it. But uh, you know, so, so, and I got to email them. I'm like, Hey, it's time did this yesterday, actually, like it's time to re up for your next year sponsorship. And so um, I said, Hey, content, uh, that our kids made that pointed people toward your company reached almost half a million. It, you, you, for every $1 spent, they reached about 1700 people for a dollar and talk about a return on investment for advertising. And so, you know, we're upping our sponsorship to $500, this uh, $500 each sponsor for this year. So immediately we're going to have $2,500 at our disposal to, you know, invest in new tech or let's get like our kids want bucket hats on the media team. So like, how can, what, what can we do there? And so, there are, a, you know, another thing that can come from this that's practical for your school is just income and revenue from from advertising and and saying, hey, look at look at the reach that that you can have here, um, and and so you're you're making an impact that's bigger, but there's also a ton of practical um, just benefits that that can come to to your school uh, for that, and 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 most people don't speak the language; it's a generational thing, right? Like like I mentioned earlier, and it's this idea like we're getting ready to take on. Um, 
the there's a nonprofit called the West Virginia Music Hall of Fame and and there's you know a lot of surprisingly a number of artists like the uh just like music musicians that are from West Virginia like I'm not a super musical person so I don't know them off the top of my head but uh like they don't have anything on social media and so they're like hey would your kids want to take this mm-hmm. on and so our club is going to take on the West Virginia Music Hall of Fame as a client and run their social media accounts and so you know it it you don't want to like limit your scope to athletics but this is this is the niche of this podcast right and so like you can make this as big as you want or as small as you want and and there are a ton of resources like box out or like these other you know uh accounts that you can follow on social media to get these ideas that you don't have to reinvent the wheel you can you can just imitate and 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 figure out what your voice is and what your your brand identity is if you want to get really fancy well, I will hats. say that yeah, I will hats. say it's all about the swag. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> look, look good, feel good, perform well. I will say there's more to make. There, there's more ways than just have five sponsors and make thousands of dollars. Uh, like I said, I kind of mentioned it. You know, I sold I sold everything, you know, with with social medias. I sold a, a Monday memory sponsor. So every Monday we put out a, a memory of a student and that had a, its own sponsor. Tuesday, Tuesday travels. We had we would. We put out on Tuesday, a kid would talk about where they want to travel to. On Tuesday tra- Travels, there was a, a a sponsor. Thursdays had a day. Friday had a day. Saturday had – I mean, so we had seven different sponsors that would we would pump out uh, stuff each week. So they knew at least, at least once a week they were getting information out there. And then we would have like a title sponsor that covered all game days. So anytime we, anytime we put a game day post out there um, – then you know they now obviously that one was a big ticket. I think we sold that for like two thousand dollars because again, just like you said, you know we we've got x amount of sports, each sports probably fifteen to twenty games a season, and then you know you just do the math. That's how many that's how many game day posts are going out, um, and and you know we're tagging your information directly on there. We we've got starter post. I mean, I, like I said, I probably had fifteen different sponsors within the social media. And and didn't have to sell a single ba- single banner. I mean, that's that that was the beauty because once I sell that banner, I got to go put it up, right? Um, so it's you know that again we we made you know I know at one point at one school we made over five thousand six thousand dollars just off social media. Um, so it's 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 very very doable and um, yeah, it's great great profit there. And um, I know we we need you know it's getting a little long, so we're, we'll we'll start wrapping up in a second. But it's a, a shameless plug if you want to say all this stuff that we're talking about is we're, we're going to hit it hard in the fall and, and what i talked about er, earlier with that box out university so um that's right we throw up the use um and different <laughs> uh you know like i said we, it's it, it's it's funny that the three topics we touched on is the three classes we're starting um branding handbook how to brand how to put out your content um content marketing which we just talked about and how to how to put together a student media team. That's the exact three classes that we're going to be starting with in in the fall, and it's free to everybody. So um, again, that I know this this isn't a plug for that, but you know if you do want to learn more information about about all this stuff, um, there is content coming, um, and you know all you got to do is just follow you know on Twitter's kind of where, where we'll we'll push out the most content on how to sign up, um, but that's just at Box Out Sports. Um, on Twitter, you'll get all the information. And so, like I say, hey, you don't have to be a customer. We, we this is just a, a free PD, free classes for anybody. And I'm pretty sure you'll be seeing and, and hearing from these two guys as well because they've 
they they they're they do very good in, in these spaces. And so if, if you want to hear some more from the from these gentlemen on those three topics, um definitely be on the lookout um in come the come the fall. Sam Ryan, before we uh hit an ad break, you guys have anything else you want to add just to the to kind of bookend the discussion tonight? I think something that comes to my mind, I, we had a conversation about this with um, with our uh, just some some parents the other day it was on Facebook. And um, I so I work for a nonprofit called Young Life, and it's a faith based uh, mentoring organization for middle school, high school and college kids. And um, we've got Young Life College at Marshall University. Um, and the area director is our staff title, uh, the area director for Young Life at Marshall. He was at one of our staff meetings. He was talking about um, the fact that he cannot outwow a keg party. Okay. So the idea was like, I can't, I can't be, I can't put on an event that is more exciting than a kegger. Okay. And, and so he was, he was saying, I cannot outwow that experience, but, but here's the kicker. And this is what he said. He said, I cannot outwow kids, but I can outlove them. And it's this idea that I can out, I, I can love them. I can outlove them. I can love them more then they will be loved at this keg party. I can, I can care for them uh, in, in a way that, that is more meaningful and impactful and has an impact in your life. I mean, you think back on your own life, like the most influential person in your life that's outside of your family is probably a coach. It's probably a teacher. It's some kind of mentor that's in your life. And so, you know, I think my encouragement is just to love your students, love your, your players, love your coaches, love the people that are that are in your circle because in today's world, like, you know, I've been watching the softball world series. I've got a friend who's a GA for Ole Miss and we had coffee this morning and we were just catching up about it. And um, we're living in the era of the transfer portal where like, you know, in, in any of our lives, if our baby starts crying, like we can't just up and leave, well, I'm hitting the transfer portal. I'm out of here. You know, like life's getting hard. And so, you know, in a world where anybody can just walk away from anything and wipe their hands clean. Like, I think that, you know, we have to be experts, not at outwowing our, our students, our, our coaches, we experts at outloving them instead. And, and, you know, social media is a very practical tool to do that in today's world. Yeah. I'd like to just add one more thing, kind of on the similar lines we're talking about. I love, I love when you say that, not, like loving your students, um, a lot of it comes down to showing that how much you care about them. And, and a lot of that, a lot of the social media stuff, a lot of stuff that we're kind of talking about today is kind of because we care about these students and we're trying to really show them that we care by giving them the best possible product, by celebrating them, by using the outlets that they use. Cause we're trying to relate to them. We're trying to relate to the students. That's our main focus is how are we going to develop the student, not only on the field, not only in the classroom, but like in the game of life, like how are we going to develop this student in all aspects? And I think when you kind of start diving into where their minds are and you're starting to try to relate to them, that's when you're going to get more of, I, I'm diving into this. Like you're going to get more fo student focus. You're going to get more student involvement. You're going to get more students uh, relationships with your student body. Um, one, I just want to add one thing when it comes down to this sports marketing club, the reason why we're focusing on students so much it, during this podcast, and the reason why I think it's such an emphasis to get them involved is you're planting, a, you're planting seeds into the student body. You're planting athletic department seeds into your own student body. 
Okay, if you look around your student body and you say, hey, they don't care about that flag part, but they think that flag part is against them. If you think the culture is just needs a change, you have an opportunity to create something that you're planting seeds throughout that that student body that are for athletics, that believe those students believe you are on their side, you are supporting them, you are giving them an opportunity to have a voice in what is done at that school and within your athletics. So I think lending, lending students a voice, giving them an opportunity to be creative, giving an opportunity to make a difference at your school, within your athletic department, giving an opportunity to, to do something. I mean, Sam just said a million different things that his club's doing outside of the school itself. And they're getting valuable experience working with universities, working with with professional teams in the area. We have kids that are at Kings Academy that have that have interned at the Pan with the Panthers in the Stanley Cup finals. Not 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 in the Stanley Cup finals, but they have that's a team in the Stanley Cup finals that we've had kids go and intern with because they see what we are doing here. Um, FAU, multiple internships, multiple uh of kids within this program that are currently in the program right now that have been working for FAU and on their football fields doing things. Like you're giving kids an opportunity. Um, to make an impact where you are, but also you're impacting them by giving an opportunity to, to, to go and improve their careers and improve their, their way of life. Uh, and I think when you do that, you're just, you're showing, Hey, you care for what they have to say. You care for what for valuable uh, attributes and, and that they can bring to the school and to athletic department. I say each kid that, I'm, that at Indian Rocks Christian, I'll tell you right now that I value what you can provide to that school. Okay, I value that and I want you to be a part of it and feel like you're a part of it. Um, and the last thing when it comes to just playing a seed is you're actually getting an inner look of what the students actually want. Like, what are the needs of the student body? What what do they think is wrong? What do they think that what would they like to change? Um, and it doesn't even have to be a social media team. Like it could be a leadership committee of students that works for the athletics. Like it could be a bunch of different things, but you got to somehow in this culture age where there's so many different ways to just kind of develop that bond within your student body, or if you don't, it could get immediately become just a catastrophe war away with different viewpoints, with different political opinions, with different religious opinions. But if you can just say, Hey, I support each and every one person in this building on this campus. And I want to try to create that atmosphere of, of, of family. Um, there's a lot of ways to do it. And, just talking today, you can see from all four of these guys on this table, this, I mean, on this panel today, that this means a lot to us, um, that marketing is very heavy. And, and we, I hope you guys can take something from this podcast of how to create a club that can go out in there and make a big impact on your culture. And, uh, and that's something that I know Sam is doing a very, very good job. I can tell uh, where he's at. And that's something I want to go do at Indian Rocks Christian as well. So that's about that's the last thing I want to end this on. One last thing is shout out to all director of marketings. Okay. Um, I'm actually going to New York Christian. They have a director of marketing, Jill, who's only been there two years and she started just rebranding everything. So this logo behind me is not me. It's Jill. So I'm actually blessed to have somebody like Jill. So just shout out to all the director of marketings out there. Okay. You guys deal with a lot. Not only are you dealing with athletics, we got to deal with everybody else too. So bless your hearts. Student voice is so impactful. You always want that to be on your side and always trying to find ways to empower it. And exactly what we just discussed this past, probably I, I lost track of my time. So <laughs> an hour at least um, for sure. Uh, it's empowering when you do that, but you also give 
those kids that choose to come into your program to help with whether that's the whole school or more than the school, like what Sam does, um, or spot on athletics for, for like Ryan or any of us on this, listening to this pod, most likely, uh, you might be opening the door to a whole new world to a kid that has never known that existed. And so there's a lot of cool outlets from that. I think you got that um, from, from that discussion. We're going to hit this ad break. When we come back, we're going to see if there's some fun places to eat in West Virginia and Florida where these two gentlemen live. And then uh, we'll wrap this one up for y'all. At Vital Signs Wall of Fame, we understand it is your content that tells the best story about your school district's legacy. Our dedicated staff of content experts will work with you on an ongoing basis to create the most compelling tributes for your Wall of Fame that will engage your whole community. Whether you want to do it yourself or turn it over to us, our content program has options to fit your needs. All right, Ryan, Sam, we're coming to your neck of the woods. We need somewhere to eat. Ryan, where are we going? Where do you live? All right, so I live in West Palm Beach, Florida. So in South Florida, okay, so just the background information here. I married a Peruvian wife who is a fantastic cook. Okay, so I've, I've grown to love Hispanic food. So I'm going to give a couple of Hispanic places here um, in the South Florida area. You can go all the way down to Miami. You can go to Boca. You can go to West Palm Beach. They, they're all in this area. So Embarcadero 41, okay, write that down. If you like ceviche, if you like Lomo Citado, if you like uh, Palsa, uh, if you like any of those Spanish dishes, I'm telling you, it's It's fantastic. Like I could live that at that place, but I would gain fifty pounds in a week. Like <laughs> that's the one thing. Peruvian food is very heavy, so you got to be very careful with it. But that is my fa- that's by far my favorite uh, Hispanic uh, restaurant that my wife's taken me. And I did I didn't eat any Hispanic at all food before it. Honestly, besides just like Mexican, I didn't really know the difference. But now I know the difference. <laughs> so if I'm gonna take her out to eat, I better go to the right place, or she'll give me a. Give me a lot of crap. So that's the that's Hispanic one. Um, we actually just got canes down here. Anybody familiar with canes? Um, so it's it's like a chicken tender place. Um, they actually just started making their way down to South Florida. I know it's more North Florida, and I thought it was in the North Carolina, Georgia. I could be wrong there. But canes is incredible. Just had it a couple of times. They have one in Boynton Beach. Now they have one in West Palm Beach. Uh, it, it's actually cheap. It's it's fast food, but it's also kind of like your Popeyes. Kind of like Popeyes, kind of like KFC, but it's better. Where's the with Chick Fil A? How about I'm about to say yeah, in South Carolina, there's, if if you're doing chicken, it's got to be Chick Fil A. It's Chick Fil A. I mean, yeah. in Georgia, it's the capital <laughs> Chick Fil A. Right, Chick Fil Yeah, we have tons of Chick Fil A down here, and obviously coming from a Christian school, most of the kids work at Chick Fil A, so <laughs> you're supporting them by going to Chick Fil A. Uh, yeah, Chick Fil A is great. Um, I'll be honest, it, I'm not a massive Chick Fil A guy. Um, I, I only can eat it with the sauces. Like I ate Chick-fil-A plain. Now I understand like the sauces make the, the thing. So I got you. But if I didn't have the sauces, which one time they forgot and I was too a bit of a rush, I'm like, dude, what am I going to do with this? <laughs> <laughs> Where's my Chick-fil-A sauce? So that's just my opinion. But Haynes is very good. It's like your, it's almost like your Southern fried chicken type feel. I like it. I like it. All right, Sam, I'm redeeming myself I- right here. I'm coming to Sissonville. Sissonville, yeah. I'm coming yeah. to Sissonville, West Virginia. Sissonville, on the map. Where, where are you? Yeah, where, no. are we, where are we? Where are we eating? 
so I've got a, I, I want to say, just interject. I, I share an office with Chick-fil-A. So they, they bought a building, they bought an office building and uh, it's one story. So they have half of it. And then they give Young Life, us, they give us a fourth of it. And then FCA, Fellowship of Christian Athletes, they have the other uh, fourth. And so there's like not as much food just laying around as you would hope, but <laughs> occasionally there's some stuff in the fridge. I'm like, yes, you know? So uh, anyways, uh, so Chick-fil-A, I, so I have a buddy who's a sports writer and every year he does an updated um, best pizza in West Virginia tournament on Twitter and you can like go in and vote and it's, you know, it's really fun. So I like to check out all of those places. Um, there's a, there's a great like driving range slash pizza place um, called La Roby's. And that's one of the kids' favorite places to go. They always have uh, parties there. And I think Dave Portnoy uh, did one of his like one bite things there too. So that, you know, it's a little bit, a little bit famous. Um, and then uh, I think personally though, we've got like this new push uh, by our mayor. We're, we're kind of doing this brewer's row. And so some people at our school, our head boys basketball coach and his wife, they started a brewery uh, called Fife Street. And and, uh, and so they've got these great things called elevated grilled cheeses. Like that's kind of their, their shtick. And so uh, they've got um, the black Friday, which is like a leftover Thanksgiving grilled cheese. Um, they've got seasonal grilled cheeses. They come in with my personal favorite is the Buffalo chicken kimchi grilled cheese. So, uh, so anywhere on that <laughs> brewer's row would be, there's a place, there's a burrito place too. So just anywhere kind of on that, like on that street, I would, that's where I would take you guys. So, uh, whenever Freddie comes, Freddie says he's coming. So whenever Freddie comes, we're getting some grilled cheese together. Hey, that's what I was, I was fixing to say. I've already told these two guys I'm coming to visit them at some point next year. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to these the Hispanic uh, eating down in, in Florida and and this you know this Black Friday uh, grilled cheese. So this is this is gonna be fun stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be like Ryan, so I'm gonna be 50 pounds heavier just by coming and visiting y'all guys. I was about to say, Freddie, good thing you're hitting the gym. That's right. <laughs> I gotta be ready before I'm, I get there. I'm on this road trip. I'm coming to both because I, I just <laughs> got real hungry off of those recommendations. Gentlemen, hey, yeah. thanks for thanks for joining us tonight. Seriously. Uh I think this conversation was spot on. Uh for just I just know there's gonna be a lot of listeners that are literally trying to figure out how do I start a, a media program? Where do I begin? I think Sam hit on that multiple times. You know, where do you begin? Where how do you get going? There's definitely a lot of content in this episode. So hopefully, if you're still listening to me at this point, uh, you have made it through the better part of hour and we're going to say 30 uh, on, on what that looks like. But again, thanks for taking the time tonight, Sam and Ryan, for joining us. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Um, and uh, looking forward to you guys coming over uh, to the west coast of Florida. Now I gotta I gotta say I'm about to give you an updated list on the restaurants. I, I've never lived on the west coast of Florida, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a little different. Um, but <laughs> maybe we can maybe we drive down to the, the South Beach and you guys can get some Hispanic food there. But uh, I do appreciate you guys having me on. I, I'm always open to discuss. Honestly, I take I'm listening to this conversation with Sam over here. I took about four or five things, like uh, legitimately from what Sam was saying. So it's always nice to just kind of just brainstorm, talk to different people in the same profession and kind of take some ideas and, and just listen. You always can improve. I mean, you're, you're never at the top level of something you always can improve. So I appreciate you guys having me on. Yeah. I I'd say that too. And I think uh, we should, you should start a Facebook page or like a group, like a Facebook group, you know, like 
like people can drop their uh their content like oh here's here's our school here's our school social media page like you know i'm gonna steal what indian rocks did i'm gonna you know whatever you know i'm gonna see what systemville is up to and you know it could be a great place to share ideas so could be just the start of something ready to write that one down he probably, he's probably already thought, he's probably already thought about it though i've already i've already got a sports you went out there so uh, right we well, didn't know that when did that yeah. get created well <laughs> the the box out one i think you're on that um oh gosh yeah. the sports you one. i thought you meant yeah, i thought you made you something one. on facebook and i was like i no. didn't get invited that group that's a little awkward <laughs> <laughs> well for anyone listening tonight uh we will on the webs on our website dadpodcast.com make it hard for you uh it will literally i'll have on there sam sam's email ryan's email uh y'all can find their information there uh if you want to contact them again it sounds like uh you're if you haven't heard of it yet find it on social media but box out use coming um from box out and uh and freddie so i'm i'm looking forward to it uh both these gentlemen i think are going to be a part of part of that content throughout uh, as well so find a, how to sign up for that we'll put uh we'll put a link in the show notes on the website uh for box out you to sign up to get on that cohort um again as well as the uh sam and ryan's information uh if you want to contact them personally just to say hi and maybe pick their brains um outside of that uh again you can always email us your topics anything you want uh discussed or something that you want us to go figure out who to bring on and talk about for you um, athletic director pod at gmail.com. That's, uh, that's where you can find us as well as, uh, Freddie and I live on LinkedIn and Twitter, uh, both personally, as well as the AD podcast has landing pages there as well. If we're talking about branding, uh, we are on that for those purposes. And then again, all of it can be found on our website, the adpodcast.com. Till next time, y'all. I'm Scott. I'm Freddie. I'm Ryan. And I'm Sam. You just listened to the AD Podcast, where we fully understand what AD truly stands for, as you were working all day, after dark, and in all duties. In the words of our friend Brian Kane, dominate the day. Bring your school's legacy to life with the Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. Our interactive display highlights your greatest moments and top performers, both past and present, across athletics, academics, and the arts. But it's also so much more. With our one-of-a-kind content program, we help you every step of the way so you can tell more compelling stories that will engage your whole community.